Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Baseball America podcast. Baseball America, bringing you baseball news you can't get anywhere else for more than 35 years. Now it's time to talk baseball. Hey, everyone. Baseball America podcast, JJ and John together and... uh Weird to say this, but the uh, the last Baseball America, J.J. and John podcast, potentially. Although, maybe we'll get you back on, you know, to celebrate the Twins World Series uh, down the road, you know. <laughs> Lord willing. But you know. it is weird to have to do that, to do a last one. J.J., I just didn't, uh, I did not see this day coming. I guess we actually should explain before we go any further that uh, this is the farewell podcast for John because John is leaving to take a job with the Minnesota Twins. He's going to be a pro scout for the Twins. His official start date is November 1st. So that's why this is a farewell, but uh, we hope that you enjoy this. We do understand that this is a little different than the average podcast, but we do think that you'll enjoy it. And John, I really hope that you enjoy it. We're going to get the read in before we completely, uh, I do want to remind you, thank you for tuning in today's Baseball America podcast. Our podcast is sponsored by Baseballism. Baseballism is the official off-field brand of baseball, offering apparel for men, women, and kids. Shop now at Baseballism.com and enter the offer code BASHIP to receive free shipping on your order. Visit Baseballism.com to shop for hats, shirts, and more today. Now, podcast listener, this one's going to be a little different than your uh, normal podcast. It's going to be a little indulgent, but let me explain. It's not going to be self-indulgent. It is indulging from our end to John. He knows nothing about what is about to happen. (laughs) He has no clue that this is coming. But uh, this is going to be a little bit of uh, this is your life. (laughs) And so we're we're going to start it off. Uh, with a, a familiar face, a familiar voice that you've heard many a time before on the podcast. So uh, leading off, it makes sense, is uh, Jim Callis. So this is the message that Jim recorded for John. Jim Callis here. Just want to congratulate you on your new endeavor you're about to embark on with the Twins. I'm very excited for you. At the same time, it won't quite seem like Baseball America without you there. I, I don't know if anybody has ever really cared more or worked harder than you did at Baseball America. Um, and aside from that, our friendship means more to me than our professional relationship. Uh, going back to uh, still the only job interview I've ever done where I was looking to hire somebody, and uh, a guy dropped an F-bomb in the interview, uh, which, which did go over well. We obviously hit it off. It still makes me chuckle thinking about that. I wish we'd uh, hired you. We waited a little while to hire you, not because of the F-bombs, and you've just done a tremendous job at Baseball America in so many ways. Uh, uh, enjoyed my years of Baseball America, covering the College World Series with you, uh, you know, working on the Prospect Handbook with you, uh, having you rest uh, uh, my uh, kind of ridiculous obsession with trying to do all 30 draft report cards <laughs> from me. Just so many positive memories uh, of working with you. 
and enjoying your work. If I recall, I want to say your first feature when we first hired you back in the mid-90s might have been a, a Wes Farrell story. I think we were doing That's something right. on hitting, on hitting pitchers amazing. or pitchers had a lot of success hitting. I don't know why that jumps out to me right now. And uh, ah, just all kinds of highlights over the year, John. I enjoyed doing the Under Armour game with you. I remember podcasting with, with L trains rumbling past us. That was awesome. Uh, I remember the infamous uh, Tony incident on the beach <laughs> when we were covering the Olympics and I was copy editing for the website in the wee hours and maybe it was not as diligent as I was, uh, uh, you know, to, to time when we had a, a guy bleeding out in the Rosenblatt Stadium press box. Uh, but no, seriously, John, it's, uh, you're really going to be missed at Baseball America. Um, you've done so much good work for the magazine and I think uh, for a lot of people, uh, you, you've really become synonymous with Baseball America. So big shoes to fill, but I'm really excited about your scouting opportunity with, with the Minnesota Twins. You can uh, maybe meet Dick, Nick, Nick Blackburn. I know you were a big <laughs> Nick Blackburn proponent back in the day. Um, but uh, you know, just very happy for you, John. I think it's a great opportunity. I know you're going to do well because you bring a lot of passion and intelligence to anything that you do, and I know you'll continue to do that uh, for the Twins. I, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> like like you famously did when we podcast my departure, but uh, I am getting a little emotional talking about you, John, because uh, you know I care for you very much. You're one of my best friends, and uh, very very excited about your opportunity. So go kill that, like you you killed uh, your time at Baseball America. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. This is gonna be too much. But that was really that was sorry, a good dude. Start. Buckle up. Uh, we've got yeah. a few more of these to come, but uh, we'll just keep rolling on. We will be. Uh, you're you're basically. Again, this is what this podcast is going to be like. Uh, next up, we're going to go to uh, Connor Glassy, uh, area scout for the Indians now, who uh, who was probably uh, the most unconventional intern that we've ever had. He came, <laughs> he moved cross country for an internship. So you, people think I care? That nobody cared more than that. He he moved, you know, and, uh, and he was married. Here. He was yes. married and moved away from his wife. Across the whole country, so that's And it incredible. worked out. It did work out. But so here's uh, Connor. Hey, John. It's Connor Glassy. First off, I just want to thank you for your years of work at Baseball America. I'm definitely going to miss reading your columns, reading your chats online, listening to your podcasts, and seeing you on TV. I want to thank you very much for taking a chance on me. Moving across the country is probably one of the older interns at the magazine. You were a mentor to me. I learned so much from you during my time there, and you're one of my favorite all-time people that I'm lucky to call a friend. So I want to wish you congratulations on the new adventure that lies ahead. Um, Baseball America definitely won't be the same, but the Twins are lucky to have you, and I couldn't be more excited or happy for you and your family as you make this transition. Um, so just make sure you get yourself a Marriott credit card so you can get the most points and go on some nice vacations. Try to keep your car a little bit cleaner than your office. <laughs> And let me know if you find any 80 restaurants. See you, buddy. It's, it's fair to say that will not be a high hey, John, bar. That's not a high bar for you to keep your uh, car just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. It is not, and I can't have interns come clean my car either. No. That's, a, that's a problem. No, you could, you know, you know your pro scouts usually don't have bird dogs, but maybe you have a bird maybe dog. Maybe I'll have a bird dog do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to find that. Maybe we don't usually have bird dogs. That Connor's... He's just a prince of a person. But, I mean, again, we had a lot of good people work here, JJ. But if you, you know, if, you, if Connor is one, you know who's the next one going to be because Connor and Nathan are, kind of, are joined at the hip. So yes. this is Nathan Rohde uh, now at uh, Prep Baseball Report who was our high school slash draft writer 
along with Connor. Yeah, for and they six really years. were for six years. Byron Buxton cover, many things like that. Hey, John, it's Nathan Rohde. Wishing you all the best on your new venture, and thanking you for all you've done with Baseball America in the last 20 plus years. Even though you ignored my initial calls and emails about a potential internship, I was still starstruck the first time I came into the office to meet with you. I'll never forget that day, walking to the courthouse subway and back, then sitting on your couch as we talked baseball. I was willing to do anything to get in that door, and you gave me that chance. A lot of people have been kind to me and helped me in my young career, but there are a select few who truly have had an impact on where I am now. You are without a doubt in that group. You demanded the very best out of me, and it opened doors that I didn't even know existed. Leaving BA was tough for me, so I can only imagine how it is for you. But I know you'll take on this new challenge with the same unbridled passion you do with anything else. In the same time you mastered impressions of Jim Callis and other prominent baseball figures, you helped shape an industry. We'll miss your writing, but the Minnesota Twins are lucky to have you. I'll leave you with this. The best way I can describe your contribution to my life and Baseball America. It was awesome. <laughs> You're a stud. Enough said. Good luck, John. We love you. All right, I, will warn you it. I will warn you, everyone, that there are going to be some inside jokes in this. That was one that Nathan, that's a, that was a great finish there by Nathan. It was. That, that, that just matches up with, you know. <laughs> so that's the best. It was all his best, uh, the best of, of Nathan rolled into that last couple of sentences. But just what a great dude. Both him and Connor are just, just great guys and uh, made amazing contributions to Baseball America. I mean, they're just wonderful people. But uh, both gone on to bigger and better things since leaving BA, which is pretty neat to have hired them both and to see them do that. There's going to be a lot of bigger and better. Um, I was, speaking of that, uh, talk about guys with want to again. Dan Badrika is, is a guy who, when he came in here, I, I think, you know, I mean, he made, a, he made an impact. He made it a little unpolished. Yes. And then to watch as, you know, he's developed into a pro scout, you know, it, it's, it's, been, it's been fun to watch. Something we both got a chance to tell him in person. Absolutely. Last you know. year in uh, Fort Bragg. You know, the Fort Bragg game when he was serving as the Marlins uh, Major League Video Coordinator. Yep. You know, so, which was very cool. But so here's a message from Dan. Hey, John. Dan Badrika here, uh, you know, wanted to congratulate you and wish you the best in your new role with the Minnesota Twins. When JJ asked me to send a tribute, I was, I was, I'm happy to do it and, and, I'm, and I'm really excited for you. Got a lot of fond memories of uh, working with you. It was a brief summer, almost a decade ago, but always appreciated uh, your affable manner and uh, and I think you'll do well in your role. I'm real excited, and I'm hoping to see you out at the ballpark soon next year. Uh, you know, I've been, he, you know, JJ told me to throw, you know, to, to uh, mention a good memory I had of you. And one thing that'll always stick in my mind, stick out in my mind, is that I remember you had an open door policy, even when I was an intern, and there were other interns in the office in Durham, and I always appreciated that. And uh, I remember a few times I traipsed into your office and had some questions uh, and some pretty bold questions. But I, what I always appreciated about you and that I really enjoyed working with you is how candid you were and how you would, uh, how you would shoot us straight. And I learned a lot from that, from being direct and, and letting us know what you thought. And 
you know, I think that'll suit you very, very well moving forward as a scout, you know, when you're picking them out, just, t just tell them what you got. And, uh, and I think, I think that'll be appreciated because I certainly appreciated it that, uh, you'd shoot us straight when we asked a question. And even if it wasn't something necessarily that we didn't want to hear at the time, it <laughs> made sense later. And, and I'll always appreciate that. So best of luck, John. And I hope to see you out of the ballpark soon. Um, I am stunned that uh, that we are peers, <laughs> me and Dan. But Dan, uh, I'm the I'm the one that I'm surprised doing that. Dan, I'm not surprised because Dan identified talent early in his time at BA, and he identified Matt Foreman as talent and <laughs> latched onto that guy like grim death. You know, <laughs> he was not going to let go of Matt Foreman, and they become great friends. They interned the same summer, and Dan got the, those gigs with the Marlins on his own. Mm -hmm. Not due to Matt Foreman, but he has gone to work with Matt now at, with the Indians. And uh, Matt, uh, that, that shows you to me that Dan knows talent. So we were very fortunate to have Dan here. Well, speaking of, that was a pretty uh, amazing intern class that year. But, it uh, was. But nothing against Dan, but uh, Matt Foreman was the, uh, was the champion of that intern class. Uh, He's the champion of all interns. He's know. incredible. So now uh, assistant general manager for the Indians, which is uh, it's just still amazing for all of us here at the uh, office to think back. It's awesome with a capital A. But also, I have to be honest, kind of expected, to be honest. This it, is also true. So uh, here's, here's a message from Matt. John, this is Matt Foreman with the Cleveland Indians. Um, I'd like to wish you the best of luck in your new endeavor, and I'd like to congratulate you on an incredible 20-year career at Baseball America. Uh, today really marks the end of an era, and during the last two decades, you've made an incredible, lasting impact on both Baseball America and the baseball community at large. It's an impact that can't be understated, and along the way, you've touched the lives of so many people myself included. I'll be forever grateful to you for giving me my first chance in baseball, and I can't thank you enough for your friendship and support over the years. We'll all be listening to this uh, send-off podcast, counting the number of times we hear your trademark cackle, and we know you'll be fighting back tears, probably unsuccessfully. He's lost that already. He's lost that already. Today, we want to celebrate you. Congratulations, and best of luck, John. Thanks for everything. Honestly, there's no John. offense to you and, and Matt, Eddie. I always thought Matt Foreman would replace me as editor-in-chief of BA. That was what I put in my emails to... I'm not uh, offended by that. I, 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 I don't mind taking a step back behind a guy who's going to be a GM. That's why, that's why I thought he would be. And he's just... He is in the top ten people I've ever met. He's an incredible young man. So, you know, you, you are now following in footsteps of... It's been interesting. I mean, you can tell by when we talk about this, uh, you know, about, of people who have gone on to work in the industry, in the game. Um, one of the first who did that, you know, is uh, I know he obviously gets tied to Baseball Prospectus, and he should, because Kevin Goldstein right. did a lot of great stuff at Baseball Prospectus. But before he was at BP, yeah. he was also uh, at Baseball America. We proudly consider him an alum. As Absolutely. He's battling against fellow alum Alan Matthews, yeah. Dodgers versus Astros in the World Series as we get ready for Game 6 tonight. And... Uh, KG uh, uh, had a, a message to, to say. John, this is Kevin Goldstein with the 2017 American League champion, <laughs> Houston Astros. And I, I always love working at BA, but I have to say, 
I remember plenty of conversation of you telling me that we're all writers and not scouts. So I'm not sure what the hell happened. But congratulations <laughs> on the job with the Twins. You just made a, one of our AL brethren a heck of a lot smarter and a heck of a lot more dangerous. And I wish you all the best. That's exactly what we used to say all the time. Right, I, I still still try to think of it that way, but gotta get out of that. Yeah, I, I've had to too. I mean, the reality of it is, is it's like, wait a second, no, you know. <laughs> it's like uh, it's a great phrase that BJ Schechter uses. Uh, we're scouts for the public. That's what we've been doing here for a long time. Uh, KG nailed it. That uh, that's pretty funny. We had a lot of good conversations. Kevin is uh, hilarious, and we miss him on social media. He was a great Twitter follow. Didn't always agree with him, but a great Twitter follow nonetheless. Um, and speaking of guys who've gone on, the most recent before you to go on to a team was was our uh, draft writer, Hudson Belinsky, who's mm-hmm. really just started a, a job with the Diamondbacks uh, as a Diamondbacks area scout. And, uh, you know, you guys, obviously you all read him. You all heard him on the podcast until relatively recently. Yeah. But, but, uh, but here's Hudson. Hey, John. It's Hudson. Ah, man, I'm so happy for you. Um, just really want to congratulate you on the new job and congratulate you on 20-plus years at BA. And thank you for everything you've done, not, not only for me uh, professionally, but um, for the game of baseball at the amateur level. There's so many, so many stories of, uh, you know, players that you uh you put in the spotlight and help promote the game at, a, at the amateur level. And you helped for so many years uh, promote interest in the draft and in college and amateur baseball and the minor leagues and prospects and all that. And uh, without you, I think there's a lot of us uh, who are on the team side now that recognize we never could have gotten where we did um, without you giving us those opportunities. And I certainly fall in that camp. Uh, did want to relay a, a story. Um, there, there was, it was hard for me to pick, uh, <laughs> but there, there was one story, one occasion in June of 2016. There was a, a regional at NC State that had St. Mary's and Coastal Carolina in they it were as well. Uh, and I just remember we had so much happening that weekend. We were trying to report on. Uh, Delvin Perez with his uh, positive test for PEDs and we were trying to get everything figured out and confirm everything and then also finish up the draft rankings and we had guys traveling to different regionals and you know college baseball was in full swing minor league baseball was in full swing we were in the process I think of, of hiring another person so there was just so much going on uh, and I remember really really trying to be first on the Delvin Perez story. Um, and you kind of, you know, pumping the brakes. It was after the press conference, after Corbin Burns pitched against uh, Coastal Carolina in early June. And uh, after the press conference, we're sitting there talking, and you, you said something to the effect of a good, accurate story is better than the first story. And uh, that lesson kind of stuck with me. It, it was more about the integrity of the brand and being right and doing our best to be accurate uh, and, and, you know, really focusing on doing the right thing rather than rushing to get a story out or getting clicks or whatever. It was about integrity, uh, and that, that stuck with me. And I know you had a, 
adopted the uh, the phrase "Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good," mm. uh, and, and that's something that I still think about today. Uh, but man, there were so many stories that I, I could have picked from, and uh, just so many conversations that we had in the office about players or coaches or scouts or that, the game, and uh, just so many things. And I guess that's the one I picked. But I, I'm just uh, I'm really happy for you, man, and hope uh, hope everything goes great with the Twins. That's a good – I remember that. I remember talking to him in the tennis center across the street from the baseball uh, stadium at NC State. That was a hot day. I actually just was talking to Ray Montgomery with the Brewers about how Corbin Burns fell in that draft when I did draft report cards. And Ray was like, well, that day, that he, had, he was bad in that regionals right before the draft. And – uh, that was a fun draft to cover. Uh, three drafts covered with Hudson. That makes for a lot of intense conversations. And Hudson and I had a lot of them, but uh, I think we ended our time of BA together in a good place. And uh, I got cranked. And that guy had really hard shoes to fill to replace Clint. And he did it. He did it for three drafts. So kudos to Hudson Bolinsky for doing that. That was not easy. Right. And he had to work for me. <laughs> We're going to go from the, uh, the, the most recent to a little bit of a blast from the past here because when we started this Baseball America podcast, uh, now more than a decade ago, we had originally there was, there was two duos. Yeah. It was the, uh, the, the John and Will show, it was, and then there was the Alan Matthews and Matt Myers show. Yeah. So there were two. One week you guys would do it, one week Matt yeah. and Alan would do it. And so... You know, and so here's Matt Myers. This is Matt Myers, uh, former Baseball America editor and one of the original hosts of the BA podcast, uh, now with MLB.com, and I'm here to wish John a fond farewell from BA and wish him the best of luck uh, in his new role with the Twins. I worked for John for two years, uh, 2005 to 2007, and he taught me so much uh, about baseball, scouting, player development. Uh, I will forever be indebted. Uh, to him for how much he taught me. Uh, not only that, he is just a real pleasure to talk about baseball with. Uh, every fan should be so lucky as to get a chat about baseball with John. He's passionate, as you probably know. Um, he's incredibly smart, and he will make you laugh. Uh, I've probably heard him tell the story of Houston Street pitching eight-plus innings of relief for Team USA more times than I can count, but it never gets old because of the way John tells the story with so much passion and excitement. Um, long-time listeners of the podcast are probably aware John is quite fond of Houston Street. <laughs> I think the best example I can give to show just how enjoyable it is to talk about baseball with John is that he once told me that Xavier Nady, back when he was a big-time college player, just called him up one day to talk about baseball on the phone. And I don't think I've ever heard about a player calling up a reporter just to talk about baseball, and I think that says a lot about John and his passion and his uh, intelligence and uh, he will be missed at B.A., but he is, uh, B.A.'s loss is the Twins' gain. Uh, so, John, uh, best of luck with the Twins. I hope I continue to see you at the winter meetings, uh, Futures game, what have you, and I can hear that uh, Houston Street story a few more times. <laughs> Take care. Now, that X-80 one's a good one. Hey, John, this is X. What's up? <laughs> that was a great one. It, it, uh, X was good. It is to my everlasting regret that one thing I do not have for this podcast, and I did try. I was like, 
but I didn't know a way, if I was going to be able to get in touch with Houston Street, it was going to be through you. <laughs> yeah. And if I got in touch with Houston Street through you, there was no way to surprise you with Houston Street. So there is no Houston Street That's unfortunate. Parallel. I don't have his number. I wish I just had his number. It would have just vanished from my phone, though, uh, recently. So, but um, but yeah. that would have been that would have been the, uh, the clincher. You know, instead, you know, I, 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 it is to my regret that I don't have that. But... That's we, okay, but, but we was, did bring back the, the 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 full original BA podcast duo. So, Alan Matthews obviously is also uh, have a very strong rooting interest now. A cross checker for the Dodgers, so absolutely. he's also uh, living and dying with every uh, pitch in the uh, in the World Series. We're gonna have a BA alum with a ring, no matter what happens here. Cool. So, but uh, but here's Alan. Baseball's brightest fan. John, this is Alan Matthews calling from Los Angeles, where we just took in a pair of epic World Series games that I can't wait to read about in the pages of my next Baseball America. It's been 15 years this month since Alan Simpson, Will Ingo, and yourself took a very, very long shot on a 20-something-year-old former South Atlantic League radio guy with absolutely zero formal writing experience. It was 2002 back then uh, that you guys brought me on board, and I, I had a chance to work alongside with you guys at Baseball America and while I knew I loved what BA was all about, I really had no idea uh, just how little I actually knew about the business of baseball. Your scope of knowledge from the college ranks, minors, and the draft was always so impressive and, and really honestly accelerated my own development, which of course led eventually to my taking the job uh, in scouting with the Rockies in 2007. And uh, fortunately, I'm going into my, my fourth draft now with the, with the Dodgers. So. Uh, I have a lot to be thankful of uh, by those guys I mentioned, Alan and Will, as well as yourself and so many other guys that, that I worked with at the magazine and uh, very, very thankful for the time that we had together. Um, a few years later, of course, I, I overheard someone pay me uh, one of the best, best compliments I've ever received when they referred to me as a baseball guy. And like you, I wasn't a tremendous player, but anyone who has ever been in contact with you knows that, that we share an unbridled passion for the game uh, that's unmatched by many. And to me, that that's really what's part of being uh, a baseball guy is all about. And, and that passion and that thirst for knowledge, uh, that general curiosity that we carry with us every time we step into a ballpark, I think will really serve you well in your new position with the Twins or with a great group of men over there a group of guys I greatly respect and, and a group of guys that I look forward to competing with uh, in the years to come. So I uh, wish you the best of luck, John. BA is not going to be the same uh, without you. I, I will let you know I do have a bet board wager that we will <laughs> hear the word for Klimp in the next half hour. So don't let me down on that, and best of luck to you, John. Uh, I think I already used it when I was talking to Jim. Uh, I talked to Jim before, so that's uh... – yeah, um, I got very overclubbed this whole time. So great to hear Alan's voice. And Alan has a long-time contribution to Baseball America whenever Nick Markakis' name is evoked. When he when someone asked him, where are you going to rank Markakis in the Eastern League? And he was like, Markakis, does he qualify? And it was like, yeah, he's, only, he's got this many at-bats. And he's like, Markakis, I ain't got nothing on him. That, so, we still use that all the time. And we also awesome. do also use, anytime we really need something, in the old days, we used to have that we had to track down the opening day rosters, and so you had to do it 
by calling every team and getting the roster. It's a lot easier nowadays. But so each t each guy of us would get you know we'd each get a, a list of teams that were your organization. And in an ideal world, <laughs> you would call the farm director and he would send you all of them, and then you would you know you would hit the uh, bingo. Yeah. But often it didn't. Get an org chart. And, uh, and we'll we'll never forget Alan Matthews in the office. You know, we're all in our cubicles, and you could hear everybody. And he, you hear him. He's like, "I desperately need your uh, opening day roster." That's an all timer. I desperately need a copy of your opening day roster. That is that is definitely an Alan Matthews ism. But another just super guy. Uh, one of my favorite Duke fans. There's a small. It's a short list. He's on the list. But uh, we're keeping it old school here, so we're also gonna. Going to go back to the guy who stepped in and replaced you as a college uh, baseball writer after uh, after you moved uh, on and up. Not that you exactly took your hands out of college baseball. Right. You never could do that. But it was something where Will Kimmy had some big shoes to step into, and that's exactly what he did. Now he's uh, an attorney. He's yeah. uh, he's moved onward and upward as well. Absolutely. But, uh, but here's Will. Hey, John. It's Will Kimmy. Congratulations on the new job, and it's time to look back to all those good baseball America memories. I remember you introducing me to Dillard and Randy back during the, the lunch power rankings area. I remember you uh, trusting me to take on the college beat right after you, which is no easy act to follow, and all of your excellent guidance through those years. I remember learning from you that not all trips to the blue for coffee are created equal. Um, I remember you being able to turn nearly anything into a college baseball discussion. And as much as anything, I remember your your passion for baseball, certainly, and then everything else that you really care about, which is probably why you can turn any discussion back into college baseball, <laughs> maybe into UNC basketball, or maybe you can even bring it up as a reference to your strat team. And how appropriate that as you are exiting Baseball America, that Lance McCullers, long the joke of your strat team and of the office, <laughs> is now on the mound in the World Series. So congratulations, John. Best of luck. That is a good pull because um, Lance McCullers Sr. was the ace of my 1986 retro fantasy team, a league started by Kevin Goldstein, by the way, and uh, at that time featured Jim Callis, and that was one of the few years that Callis didn't make the finals. I lost to somebody else, I forget. But I rode the hell out of Lance McCullers Sr., and I anticipate the Astros will ride the hell out of Lance Jr. in Game 6 out of the bullpen. Behind Verlander. By the way, there is a picture of John and Lance McCullers Sr. Yes. That, is off, that has been uh, in the window of his uh, office. for Since whatever summer it was that Lance Jr. It must have been summer of 2011 when Lance Jr. was a tournament of stars. That's when I saw Lance Sr. That was a, that was a good day. That was a, a, a very good day. Yeah. But uh, keeping it, it's a, nice, it's a nice segue here. Very well done there. Because now when we do tournament of stars, we go to tournament of stars, it's a BA alum who is uh, running those things. Matt Blood, who has done... It's been a, been a scout for the Cardinals, but now he does an excellent job running uh, 18U for the USA Baseball. Rolled. I mean, when you say rolled through the competition this year, I mean, they maybe the best 18U team that we've uh, we've ever seen. Best pitching staff, for sure, which uh, can make a best team. So Matt Blood, uh, does a, he's doing a great job. So here's Matt. Hey, John. It's uh, Matt Blood. I uh, want to say congratulations for uh, you know get this new role, this new endeavor that you're going to take here with the Twins. Um, really excited to see you know where this takes you. You know in the future, uh, your uh, your infectious energy and, and passion and love for the game um, has has uh, really 
it meant a lot to me over the years. I wanted to thank you for uh, giving me a chance, you know, back in 2008 to join your staff and and the uh, the knowledge and tutelage you gave me for for that year. You know, when I was with PA, is something uh, I'll never forget. And uh, you know, I'll always cherish you know our friendship uh, as well. Um, I wanted to wish you the best with uh, that great organization in Minnesota. And uh, if you ever need anything from me, I'm, I'm here for you as well. Uh, so good luck. Um, thank you. And uh, Baseball America is going to miss you dearly. Thanks, John. Well, I tell you that we, uh, we've had a lot of good people, a lot of talent come through here. Matt Bloods is as talented as they get. And he didn't even mention my Josh Field story where I, I think I offended him greatly. <laughs> Uh, with my view of uh, how God views Josh Fields' curveball or does not view it as the case may be. So Matt always uh, rolled with my uh, ridiculous, uh, loud pronouncements. So he's a good egg. Keeping up on the good egg uh, standpoint, we're going to move on to, uh, to the uh, guy who replaced Will Kimmy on the college baseball uh, beat, uh, Aaron Fitt. Hey, Johnny, Aaron Fitt here. I just wanted to start by congratulating you on uh, an incredible, incredible run here at Baseball America, and, uh, and and you know, and wish you the very best of luck on this fantastic opportunity with the Twins. I think it's it's great that you'll finally get a chance to use your <laughs> encyclopedic knowledge of baseball uh, to help build uh, a championship team. You know, on your own. I think that's going to be fantastic. Um, but looking back at those two decades plus at, at Baseball America, my God, it's uh, it's hard to kind of wrap your mind around the fact that John Manuel is not going to be there anymore. You know, it's uh, when when you think about Baseball America, you're you're just such a huge part of that place and its history and and what it is. Uh, certainly, when I started there in 2004, um, you were still out in the bullpen, you know, with us <laughs> us plebs uh, plugging away as the assistant general manager and. Uh, assistant uh, managing editor, excuse me, and uh, you know, and, and your personality at that point, it just it just uh, infused the walls of, of that old place on Main Street, and uh, and certainly your personality, you know, <laughs> it dominated Baseball America in so many ways. Uh, your creative energy um, pushed that place forward for for years and years, and uh, you know, I think we all have so many fond memories of. Um, Sitting in the office and shouting out Balbino Fuenmayor, and you know all those podcasts uh, with countless Jim Morris impressions, and uh, you know University of Miami should be pretty good again this year, and uh, pretty good. Uh, you know everything else, all the inside jokes and the goofiness, uh, but also, you know, speaking personally, you know I, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in today as a professional college baseball writer without John Manuel. I mean that's pretty obvious, but uh, you believed in me when I was just a kid, you know, 22, 23 years old, um, and, and gave me a, a lot of trust, you know, running that beat that was so important to you, and uh, helping me become um, a fully formed writer, you know, and, and I remember turning in features over the years that I was pretty proud of and happy with, and, and you come back and say, yeah, it's good, but, you know, let, let's, let's, work on some things here, let's chop some things out, let's streamline this thing. And it's the kind of feedback that uh, uh, young writers, it's just invaluable. And uh, I'm, I'm very grateful that I had that in addition to all those 
years of, of wonderful memories and, uh, you know, late nights at M's Pub in Omaha and, you know, Franklin Street in 2005, of course, who could forget? Uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. And uh, again, you should be very proud of your body of work at Baseball America. And I wish you all the best with the Twins. That's a hard one, JJ. I just move on. He has a great guy, I miss Aaron Trampoli. That's all I can say. I know you've got Those a run, memory, but uh, I'm going to go to uh, Founder. Baseball America, Founder, the, the one who set the bar for all of us that we've been all trying to live up to ever since. Founded the magazine in his garage. Has a work uh, ethic that, uh, that basically set the standard that is, that is very hard to match. So here, here's Alan Simpson. Hey, John, it's Alan. I just wanted to uh, check in uh, with you quickly and uh, say thanks for everything, especially for maintaining the standard of excellence that uh, Baseball America has been known for through the years and uh, certainly for preserving the integrity of the magazine and, and the respect that uh, Baseball America has earned in the industry going way back in the day and, uh, and continuing until this point. Um, Really sorry to see you go, but I'm sure our, our, uh, you're on to something bigger and better and our paths will cross. Um, if there's a memory, and it's probably going to have to go back in time a little bit, it probably will go back to the uh, to the crunch around uh, the draft, especially in that transition years from uh, the secretive drafts to uh, more open drafts and into the TV era. But I think probably the ones that really stand out are those days when uh, when the draft was uh, in that secrecy stage and... and uh, it was a case of really bunkering down in, the, in that bunker and and, uh, and just uh, digging out as much information from as many sources as we had to kind of pull this thing together. I guess that's probably stems from that. I've got to say the draft is a whole lot easier to cover these days. But, uh, anyway, thanks again, John, Thank for God, all you've done to keep the magazine as is, and uh, we'll certainly check in with you down the road. Thank goodness for Alan. That's all there is to it. I, I mean, mean, that's... Again, I don't think people nowadays understand, which is understandably that you don't if you're not of that generation, and we're not of that generation, but Alan invented prospect coverage. He totally invented the it. Draft and he invented and draft and prospects, yeah. neither of them had been covered before Alan said, you know what, this is something that deserves to be covered. And nowadays, can you imagine baseball without draft or prospects coverage? I, I, I can't. It's, you can't imagine it. It's, it wouldn't exist. Maybe somebody else would have started it, but it would be different than if Alan hadn't started it. So thank God for Alan Simpson. That's all I can say. So a good man. I, one of the things I remember with Chris Klein, who uh, is also, he has several first-round picks now on his resume as a scout, but uh, I remember Chris coming in, and uh, he was, if Connor was an unconventional intern, Chris was an unconventional intern in another way, because I believe he was uh, probably the oldest intern that we've ever had. Yeah, I think he was a t he had a different title because he was out of school and everything. But yeah, he was. It wasn't full time when he first started. It was a, yeah, it was more like a part time job, yeah. but that quickly turned into a full time job. But uh, Chris definitely wanted to make sure that he was uh, passed on a message. Oh man, there's so many memories uh, going back during my time with John at Baseball America, and and a lot of time afterwards. Um, and I'm thankful to be able to call him, you know, a really good friend of mine uh, as the years have gone on. That's um, crucial for me and for honestly, Chris. The, the, one, the one that really sticks out to me, and, and he's going to kind of, he'll, he'll get ticked, or like he, he's going to know exactly what I'm talking about when I bring this up because we've talked about it over the years. Is, um, my, when I started there, I was 
the 30 year old intern, um, which was kind of strange. It was like my one chance at trying to get into this game. And I was so honored and, um, and thankful to have that job. Um, and John's cube, he didn't have an office then, so his cube was next to my cube. And he had one, whatever that college baseball writing award thing. The <laughs> snip, snip, the snip. I didn't know anything about college baseball, honestly, at the time. Um, but, you know, he was very, uh, very respected in the game. And, and he had this kind of presence and, and about him. Um, you know, that, that kind of commanded respect and, and, um, and I had just written a story on, uh, Kaz Tadano. Um, I think it was the first thing I'd ever written for Baseball America. And, uh, wow. and it, it went broke news nationally, like guys in the office are like, wow, you know, I worked so hard on it, all this stuff. And so like the next a few days later, I was still kind of like riding that high of getting that story, like you know, not for long. First big story. I'm so awesome, and um, I, I'd written another story, and John was editing it, and he just kind of stands up and comes over to my cube, and he's just like, "Chris, this sucks. <laughs> uh, this game, this game, this job is all about. What have you done for me lately?" You got to bring it every day, and and every day you got to bring the energy, and you got to dig, and you got to you know beat people. And he came at me hard, and I, I I deserved it. Number one, number two, it made me better at what I was doing, um, no matter how gruff and stuff he can be. Uh, I'm sure he's getting verklempt throughout this entire <laughs> second verklempt uh, reference podcast. So, um, well past that. Wish I could be there with you guys. That story, to me, uh, I'll never forget it. It made me a better writer at the time. Um, it made me actually, it made me a better scout um, for, you know, the ten plus years I've been doing that. So, thank you, John. You're gonna be missed. I love you, brother. Take care. Hope everything's good. Big hugs to everybody in the office that are still there that I know. All right. Love you guys. See you. I just can't believe we didn't get a leg wrap reference. But uh, Alan Matthews and Chris Klein both always told me after since they left how hard on them I was when they were here. I don't remember that. I don't remember it that way, but I do because they, they certainly remember it that way. But they both are always like, well, thank goodness you were. So, yeah, I knew Chris was going to go in that direction, but I didn't remember it was the Costadano story, which if you don't remember... Kazadano was the Japanese minor leaguer in the Indian system who, like, on the side for money in Japan, did porn. Uh, I think well, he did gay porn. Not that I really, not that there's anything wrong with that. But <laughs> that was the big story in 2005, 2006. That was a big stinking deal. So, yeah. I remember Chris, Chris and Alan love to tell me how hard I was on them. Well, we're, we're going to finish up here with uh, this is basically some version of the Royals uh, 14 pen or uh, some version of Wetland Rivera and uh, uh, Ramiro, Mendoza. Ramiro Mendoza here. So we're going to finish this up as far as this, this is your life with, uh, could really go any order here, but we're going to start with Clint Longenecker, the uh, 
the star of uh, a couple of draft classes for us. He was our draft writer, left to go on to uh, to work for the Indians. And uh, to say that he killed it from every day that he was here is not really even doing it justice. Yeah. To say that he has a passion for the game, again, does not do it justice. It's it's infectious. But, uh, but Clint obviously wanted to uh, share a message with you. Hey, John, it's Clint. This is a sad day for... For the industry, for me personally, and for all the lives that you've touched during your time at Baseball America, but at the same time, it's a great day for you personally and a day to celebrate everything that you've accomplished over your time at Baseball America. Few people in the entire world can say that they are the best at what they do in their given profession, but you're one of the people who can, who can truly say that. And I am so excited for you to take on this next challenge in your life and because of the incredible job that you've done leading Baseball America to set up the future leaders who are going to take over um, in your stead. Um, I still think back to the time before I met you and I was so excited to get, to get up to Baseball America and to begin my internship having read you for so many years and listened to you um, on podcasts. And then, you know, once I got up to Baseball America for, for that summer internship, uh, the excitement that I had in being able to work with you and uh, hear just how you processed um, you know, baseball news every single day and your unrelenting drive to learn more um, and to be able to pull out obscure baseball references from every level of the game, whether it's amateur, pro, international, or you name it. I, I was just truly in, in awe of you and really had to pinch myself that this was a potential job and a job that I ended up getting a year later and I just really want to thank you for taking a chance on me as somebody who didn't have a traditional writing background and teaching me um, you know with all of the things that I was so naive to and I really could not have had uh, a better mentor and somebody to help bring me along in in both writing and in just the general professional uh, ranks uh, your passion and effervescence for the game is is unparalleled and that's one of the or those are some of the traits that it's going to allow you to to be incredible and in the next phase of your of your life personally i'm really gonna miss your coverage and the excitement that it comes with reading one of your articles and the thought-provoking nature um of your of your articles and and just your entire coverage of uh of baseball um disappointed uh from a selfish perspective that you're going to uh to a division rival but uh, you're in great hands, and and they've made an incredible decision to bring you on as well. But really, just excited for for you and for um, and for the people that you've impacted uh, at Baseball America, who are going to be able to step up with you moving on um, to the Twins. So, John, I love you, brother, and uh, congrats. I love that guy. He's he's amazing. He's amazing. I'll just keep rolling on here. Uh, the guy who kind of started this, the guy who showed that you could work for Baseball America and take it to another level and then, then took it to another level because he became a scout for the uh, Padres uh, and then has went to the Rangers and he's moved up to where he's, uh, uh, you know, basically one of the top guys in the uh, Rangers front office. Yeah, I love this guy too. He's just the general manager. Assistant Josh general Boyd. manager, Josh best. Boyd. So here's... Here's Josh. 
Hey, John, it's uh, Josh Boyd here. Um, I'm honored to be a part of uh, this special tribute on your last day at Baseball America. Just wanted to share a couple memories and uh, hope I can do justice to what you mean to me as a friend, uh, first and foremost, and what you've meant to me and the impact you've had on me uh, professionally throughout the years. I still remember the disappointment in your voice after after your first edit of my scout school story. Um, you basically told me it was garbage, which it was, um, and, I, and I was able to go back and, and put something a little uh, better together. But it was that honesty to uphold the, uh, the standards. Um, I, I, I just remember thinking that hey, Baseball America invested the time and, and money for me to go out and have a really unique opportunity to learn uh, something special out in Arizona for two weeks of scout school. And uh, my first draft was, was not acceptable. Um, you know, it's, it, it was just that, that passion right there the, was the ability to challenge us, was a hard ass. challenge our growth. And, uh, you know, and just keep in mind the readers, our, our fans, the baseball fans, um, and, and what they deserved from us. Uh, what we owe them, and, and, and I think that stood out for me, and, and it's something that uh, still stands out to this day, whether I'm writing a scouting report or I'm making a decision, kind of keep in mind, you know, now it's Texas Rangers fans, it's fans of Major League Baseball, back then it was Baseball America, um, it's, for, it's for those reasons that I know uh, without a doubt at all um, that the Minnesota Twins and Major League Baseball just added a difference maker uh, it, it's because of your, your, your people skills, your ability to communicate, your ability to relay information. Uh, those things are going to be a major asset for the Twins. Uh, they, they, they stole an absolute uh, stud, man. I love you. I truly love you, man, as a, as a friend. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss reading your work. Uh, and I only hope I get to, to cross paths with you more frequently out uh, out in the uh, scouting world. I wish you the best. I can't believe it's your last day. Thank you for everything you did for me. Uh, and uh, I'm always here for you, brother. Love you. I'm just going to roll right on, uh, and we're going to wrap it up with, uh, with Lingo. Lil Lingo, who uh, co-editor-in-chief with John for so many years, and uh, also one of the... Uh, the foundational, the cornerstone people of, of Baseball America. So here's Will. Hey, John, it's me, Will. I'm not sure how to sum up our long time working together. So I'm just going to read from this prepared statement. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not sure there's any story I could tell that wouldn't result in me getting verklempt and you getting verklempt and we just don't need that in a podcast. I think we almost got to hear Jim Callis get verklempt in this podcast and that in and of itself is what makes this amazing. a monumental occasion. I would amazing. just say this was a great era for Baseball America and for you and me personally and I'm looking forward to the next era too, so... I have no doubt that you'll do great as a scout and with what, whatever lies beyond that. So, so I just look forward to the next 20 years of our friendship. 
I said to you recently, the best Baseball America employees basically have no ceiling on the amount of work they're willing to do to get the job done, whatever that job might be. And you obviously fit that criteria even probably better than anybody else. And I mean, we've worked with some people who are, who have an insane work ethic. So that's pretty high praise. Um, I don't know, maybe Alan Simpson is still <laughs> it might be. the all-time leader in that category after all he did start the magazine by himself. I think he but is. At any rate, I love Baseball America. I love you. I loved working with you. And well, you knew I was going to get for Clint anyway, so <laughs> you would have been disappointed if it had not happened. So I hope you're happy. <laughs> anyway, good luck. I don't know why I'm making this sound like a farewell. I'll probably text you tonight to talk about Joel Berry's latest <laughs> prognosis for his hand injury or whatever other Carolina basketball news is going through the ether. So uh, good night and good luck. Well said. That JJ, that was very well done. It was definitely overwhelming to hear all those voices. So. That's the way we figured out what could we do, and that was we figured the best thing we could do was to come up with the idea of, of letting, basically you get to you're not having a funeral, but you essentially get to hear all the eulogies when you're still gonna you're still with us. That's uh, I've used that line. It's definitely been like a funeral, but in a good way. But I'm not dead, so <laughs> you're not even leaving. We're still get to see you every yeah, day. Yeah, I still have to pack my office. Uh, oh, you'll, you'll be here at least three days for that. Yes, it's going to take at least one full day of a weekend to pack my office. Because I'm, I'm going to leave some stuff behind. You know, issues. But uh, I just never saw I did not see it coming. I'd be leaving. And uh, it has been a great 21 years. I think we did manage to surprise you with the... Uh, with the, with the uh, I, I was trying to... I kept disappearing. You kept asking where I was. And I kept... I, I don't normally lie. But I kept... Like, oh, I'm in the, I was in the archives. No, yeah. I was over there recording that's these because that's it. That's the way how we had how to get them done. But well, uh, JJ, we've worked together 15 years, so uh, uh, I just it's like Jim. Like I talked to Jim earlier today. It's like it's it's hard to leave in, in a part in a way because you don't want to put people who are still here in a bind. But I trust the rest of you guys. We had a great lunch today. I trust the guys are still here. Uh, ben Battler's not here, but up in Boston. I trust Ben. I, I trust B.J. Schechter to, uh, you know, run the editorial staff and the business. But, you know, it just changed. Uh, you know, job just got harder after all these years. Uh, last few years, several years, this has been harder. And uh, I don't have the unlimited work ceiling <laughs> that Will was talking about anymore. But uh, uh, just personally, I love doing these podcasts with you. I loved arguing with you. I loved fighting with you. I loved mending fences. I loved the, all of it. That, that's uh, the thing that people, like, we've actually had to explain to the office many a time. No, yeah. no, no, John and I are good. JJ and I are good. We, <laughs> yeah. we, know, we like arguing. Yeah, so. We uh, argued on the la our second to last podcast. We, did, we had a good, I actually texted Clinton. I'm like, you're going to enjoy this. We really <laughs> got into it. But, uh, you know, we have some spectacular people who've come through here that you heard from today. And there's still spectacular people here now. So uh, I will look forward to being a faithful subscriber to the BA podcast, listening and wishing I could have contributed because I know it's going to happen. But uh, like I said, we're going to we're going to ask uh, for a special dispensation when the Twins win the World Series. You know, <laughs> you know that's that's actually going to be a good rule for us. You know, we uh, we had Clint on when the uh, Indians 
Uh, didn't we, if I remember right, didn't we have Clint on? Or I don't we, recall. I can't remember if we did or it's not. It's all, uh, I'm not in my best uh, state of mind right now, but uh, I'll give a special shout out to Ronnie McCabe, who worked here for 30 years, uh, worked with me the whole time here, uh, just behind the scenes, was never on a podcast, because he did all of our shipping and stuff like that, and uh, just a super, super guy. Uh we had a lot of great people at BA over the years. Linwood Webb, who's behind us, who's worked here 17 years, Linwood, something crazy like that. Um, just a lot. It, it, there's more behind it as well. But uh, I'll just say again, none of it would have happened without that crazy Canadian, Alan Simpson, starting the magazine in his basement and uh, garage, whatever. And uh, so he brought a lot of people, a lot of enjoyment over the years. But he also brought all of us together. So uh, ultimate thanks to Alan Simpson, and thanks everybody who listened. So uh, it's been a hell of a run. We do thank you for tuning in today. Today's podcast was sponsored by Baseballism. Don't forget to shop now at baseballism.com and enter the offer code BA Ship to receive free shipping on your order. Visit baseballism.com to shop for hats, shirts, and more today. For John, I'm JJ, and. We'll have another podcast tomorrow. Be a little different, I have to be honest. But uh, but we will be back tomorrow with another uh, World Series podcast. And uh, and obviously, we didn't have the current staff on here. We we wanted to limit to an hour. We you know it would have been two to three hours if we'd done that. But it's not because the current staff doesn't couldn't say the same kind of things. But uh, John, we'll miss you. But we do wish you the best of luck with the twins. Thanks, and JJ. I love you. Love you too. Uh, now yeah, I've been so good. Okay, I'm gonna power through for J for John. I'm JJ. So long, everybody. And I'm. This concludes our program. Want more in-depth baseball coverage? Be a better fan. Visit baseballamerica.com to get more comprehensive baseball coverage. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.